Salud, mi gente. So I wanted to talk about rest and redefining rest. I thought about just doing this on the podcast, but then I thought I, I want to talk about it, you know, with my face present, right? That thing. Um, and so I just got out of a session where I was uh, just enjoying the deliciousness around the conversation of rest. And I know we have, depending where you're coming from, where your context is at, your experience with this word or with this concept uh, can either be really great and generative or it can be another level of fuckery that you're working to deconstruct in your life and to kind of figure out. And sometimes you can't even get there because you just have resistance to the idea of rest and how you may see it displayed, right? Or what people may say rest is or isn't. And I feel like there's a conversation to be had around this especially when times are really intense in a collective way that brings this to the surface and such like it, it's so interesting to me because I find that you know you hear people that are in in the in the pot so to speak in the experience of whatever may be challenging going on whether it's collective or personal and when you when you look outside at people who are talking about rest or people who are constantly reminding you of caring for yourself it can feel like bullshit right bullshit because you're like what what you know what is this care for yourself how do you care for yourself when there's suffering in the world or suffering in your life and I think they're valid places of like a deeper conversation. And I also think that that's your resistance coming up because I think sometimes your resistance is going to come up because you may feel guilt around being able to rest, whatever you're perceiving the thing to be, right? And so I thought it was really important to talk about probably two pieces, right? Like as a collective thinking about what does it mean to rest and how do you rest even though your life or the world is in some sort of upheaval and some fuckeries going on. And now the things that I wanted to share about this is that one, uh, or let's just start with A, there it's going to mean different things for different people depending where they're at. And I think that if we don't start talking about that, there's so many people that need to be or figure out how to access rest for themselves, their bodies, their minds, their spirits, and need to find an access point instead of entirely rejecting the idea of rest. Because I think that when it comes to this, um, this recognition that it's going to look different, we become less preoccupied with it looking like the person who may be at a stage or a season in their lives where they may have access to other things, right? They may have access, their life is in an entirely different season. So the nervous system, their mental capacity may be entirely available or different. And we have to be able to talk about that it's going to look different for each person. It's going to look different depending on what you actually need. But if you don't deconstruct rest as a whole, you're going to find yourself burning your systems out. And burnout is a possibility that so many of us live with. Burnout in much more, um, I want to say in a much more easier way uh, for as a neurodivergent person with a lot of stuff. In, in my life and in my experience, in my story, there's a lot of ways that I've had to deal with this continuous space of like, oh shit, there's been a lot that's gone on and I'm burnt out and I may not be able to entirely retract and go to a sabbatical or have a sabbatical. Um, you know, I'm just 
being general here. I may not be able to do that because of whatever's going on in my life. And so I may need, I may need to look for places, access points for me to get even remotely to, I don't know, because, you know, we talk about Netflix and chill <laughs> and what's happening, what's happening with Netflix and chilling is that we're literally in some ways shutting down our own like cognitive movement and we're engaging in something externally where there's some space and distance versus like in your life. Right. And so I feel like if the first place that a person can get to it when they're thinking about what does it look like to either down regulate if that's what you're needing to do or you're okay with rest maybe you need to call it something else some other practice and get yourself to a place where at least you're able to just take a minute right and that then from that place of just taking a minute maybe that is the netflix maybe that is the podcast maybe it's the podcast a fiction podcast versus non-fiction so that you're not actually engaging in this very cognitive way where you're like you're washing the dishes and you're listening to the podcast because that's just about the space you have and i promise you that dishwashing i'm not i'm not the greatest fan you know like there's always dishes in my fucking sink and it's just me anyways that's another story for another time not that it's important having said that it is a holy moment when i get to wash the dishes when i'm overloaded because the mundane practice of doing this repetitive action offers me a relief that otherwise might be challenging to get my system to accept so if i try to stop and just sit down and meditate that mean i may not have access to that if i'm in alarm or if there are things going on or i may be reacting out of survival in my life accepting that that is as close as right now in this moment that I'm going to get to a state where I feel just a bit more calm or a bit more like anchored just a little bit because I'm like, oh, I can feel the water. I can feel the dish. I'm checking if it's clean, even though I'm washing it. Right. Like I'm like, well, you know, if there's a little crust or something, that idea is something that we need to create more space for. So that you're accessing rest how you can access it instead of the bigger picture of the vacation or the other thing, right? This is really important because seasons of life change and whatever you did to rest or unplug or fill in the blank before, maybe in your 20s or in your 30s, maybe you've changed in your 40s. Maybe they changed circumstantially. And so the point here is to understand that rest is fucking sacred. And that a resting state is something for each person to find their relationship with. There's not a one size fits all. It sounds ideal. We can take the science, we can take the science of trauma, the somatic science, all of it. And we can say, okay, these are really key things to help. Yes, wonderful, great. But if you can't access that because of wherever your life is positioned, not that you can't, but it takes, it requires more of you than you actually have available you want to have a backup plan that allows you to look at, all right, I can't like have a half an hour of meditation. The baby's going to cry or I only have a 20 minute lunch break from work. All right, cool. What can you access then? What is available to begin to teach your body that it is safe enough? It can trust you. It doesn't have to trust the environment, but it can trust you that when you're in that state where you're kind of coming down a little bit or trying to chill a bit or create some spaciousness that you can respond and you'll be able to take care of yourself. Nothing's going to come out of left field because you can take care of it. 
right? Like telling your body that so that it can actually have a moment where the stress and the tension can kind of integrate. And what I mean by integrate, because we think of remove stress from your life. Okay. You know, uh, if you start looking into tensegrity, the idea that certain certain pressure, that's what it is, stress is pressure, certain pressure does allow for some sort of catalyzation. I'm not saying this as a blanket generalization, right? I'm not doing that shit, so we don't have to go there, right? It's this understanding that sometimes there are things in life that are happening that you can't entirely remove it, you can't whatever, and that your job is to figure out how to support yourself through it how to be with it, how to create space within it, to find it like a fucking detective just looking for, oh, it looks like I have a 20 minute lunch break. Actually, I think what I'm going to do is I might need to take a nap if you can nap that short time, right? Or whatever. Um, you may need to eat and then just do read a puzzle, read a puzzle. Forget about reading a puzzle. Read a book or do a puzzle. Do something that doesn't require heavy cognitive motion action thinking problem solving to begin to get your mind a bit unplugged and knowing what that sensation is like then moving that into your body so right you're sitting there for a minute doing the puzzle and as you're doing the puzzle maybe you're stretching your body and then you're getting into your body and into the sensation and maybe one day you don't have time for the fucking puzzle but you have time to stretch your body the point here is that we are going to have to massively redefine what rest means and give it more space to operate so that we can access ways of rest that make sense for us where we're at. And not necessarily you're taking on somebody else's way of resting without even, and then you feel like shit because you have this five-day checklist of this routine and this habit. But here the thing is, is that it actually doesn't work with you, your energy centers, your flow, what's going on in your life. And then you feel like shit because you didn't complete, fill in the blank, whatever the thing is. And that becomes an endless rabbit trail rabbit trail i don't know and then hamster wheel motherfucker of like you feeling shitty about not being able to access that for yourself or trying setting a goal intellectualizing it but not being able to somatically cash that check and so what i want what i want to offer is understanding that there may be stages to rest you may need to redefine and entirely deconstruct the word rest and find something else that doesn't cause so much resistance for you or so much distance, right? Because being having pockets of ease help the system regenerate and, and actually be able to find some place, some sort of resource to show up. This is the classic language of resilience. If you know me, you know I'm not a fan of the overuse of that word because we use it in trauma trainings. We talk about it when we're talking about trauma awareness, but I'm not a fucking rubber band. And rubber bands dry up, they break. So this, this idea that somehow in resilience, I'm going to stretch out and come back. I may stretch the fuck out, but I ain't coming back to the same place. And we need to create space for that understanding and that integration. And so when I think about this idea of like, why would you rest? Why would you stop for a minute? Why would you go for a walk? Why would you breathe? 
Why would you take up knitting or crocheting? Why would you do these things? What's the why behind it? And the why has to be solid enough for where you're at. If you're heavily in your mind, heavily in your intellect, trying to problem solve, and I try to throw you some rest bullshit, you're going to be like, Hefa, get out of here with that rest shit. I got shit to do and I need to be on it. So I need to access what what a place of rest with you for you would look like let's redefine the language and find the place where you can actually reach some sort of maybe it's a small stage it's a small place but later on we'll work on getting to places where you have more pocket of more pockets of space to do that because you can see it because you're going to make it happen in that space of time that's the difference i could as a as a coach as a healer whatever the thing is as a support system i can tell you oh you can do this 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 and that but if you can't see the possibility in that it's like trying i'm trying to put something inside that is there's already a resistance and so here what we want to do and i think that this is where for me what I love about quantum human design, what I love about these modalities, I understand the complexity of them and, you know, they feel like a new thing, but they're not a new thing. It's an old thing. It's all, you know, nothing new under the sun. And for each generation and each person, it has to shift the side of the prism that you're looking at, the side of the aspect that you're holding. And that's what I feel happens for every generation, right? It's like we're looking at, oh, what does it mean to be at rest? What does it mean in the middle of your heart being on fire for equity, for justice, for all of those things? How are you holding that for yourself? I get you want to go change the world, but how is it happening for you? Because that's where it begins. That's what most of us want to know. We want the broad things. We want the big things. But show me how you live that in your own, re in your own relationship with yourself. Show me how you struggle and toil with it. And I'll show you our humanity where we're like, oh, okay, this is part of our humanity to experience this relationship where balance is not this. Balance is this relationship. Right. It, it is actually this kind of what we would know as, you know, the, the yin and the yang, the, where we're looking at the polarities of something. We're looking at dancing with the dynamic polarity of life and that that is balance, not this static. You're staying at one place. So if we use things like astrology, if we use things like somatic practices, all of those external kind of wisdom bodies that are giving us an opportunity, they're all access points to get you as the human back into yourself, into your body, noticing the difference between the constructs of society and the expectations that are external and the ones you've internalized and your own deepest desire and longing, what you're here for and how that's going to look at even each season of your life. And I feel like as a coach and when I'm working with folks and when I'm looking at my own life, I want you to have access. Your access point is what I'm looking for. I'm not giving you my access point because you are des your design is different than mine. The work you may show up to is different than mine in this world. How you your life, all of those things, there's so many variations and nuances. So my job is to show up in my own life and say, how do I access rest? Sometimes that's in company. Sometimes it's by myself. Sometimes it's binge watching something. And sometimes I can meditate for hours. Sometimes I can pray for hours. Sometimes it looks like blasting some music 
and just, you know, getting down with it because shaking it out and kind of, and I don't mean shaking it out just randomly. I mean, you can't do that, but you know, I'm, I'm old school. So I'm, you know, it's, it's, it's the reggaeton, it's the salsa, it's the reggae, it's the lo-fi, it's all of the sweet Afro beats, like all of the things that get me back, the drumming, those sounds reverberate within my body and get me back home and so I'm going to dance and that that is the act of rest the act of centralizing the sacred care of my mind body and spirit which is a whole being I'm just a whole being and so when I can release like oh I think my rest or this needs to look in this specific way right and if I'm doing like, oh, it needs to look in this specific way, but you know what? I don't need to do that. So I'm going to do this over here because maybe that might be restful. I know I'm bullshitting myself. I know what I need. I know when I need to come down a minute. I know when I need some space to integrate. I know when I need a nap, right? Like I'm like, oh, I can pay attention to myself and bring the care to myself that I desire to bring to others as well so that I'm able to be present and be there for you, right? And so the other layer of this is that we take on this care and self-care. It's very insular. It's very personally oriented. And I don't know about you, but if shit is happening or, or changes and transitions are going on, my tracking of that care can go back down on that pole like of priorities or whatever the case may be or centralization. I don't like hierarchy because I think that gives us this very like strive toward. I like to think of it as the central layers, the interlocking, you know, circles, diagrams, however you want to call them, but that they're all relationally moving in a spiral and having this place. And when I'm looking at that and I'm going, okay, in my being, how am I holding not just what I do for myself, but Am I surrounding myself with people that can see me, with people that know what what I'm like when I'm not at my best and what I'm like when I'm at my full, I think of it, I always think of cars when I think of trying to talk about the human body and talking about why these concepts are important. I, I am best when I do have more than half a tank of gas, right? If I'm trying to make a trip, I know that I'm going to need way more fucking gas, right? And then you budget for gas and then you start bringing those other equations in of what is going to require for you to be in the particular state that you desire. And that is not just something that happens on the self. It happens communally. I need to be able to say to you, hey, babe, are you, have you rested? Is there something that I can do to support your resting, to support your care? Whatever you're calling it, if you need to change the language, change the language so that you can access it. Either you're saying things just to say them or you're resisting the things that you have an image of, right? And so in order to deconstruct that, you change the language so that you have access. Uh, and as, as a person who cares about you, I want to know what brings you rest. I want to support you in caring for yourself because it is actually a communal experience when we need to rest. If you are someone who is directly involved with the change work in the world, you best fucking believe that you need to find the access points for places of rest and getting your somatic body, your body, the soma, right? It's like the whole thing into the state where it can actually breathe. It can actually integrate. There's enough spaciousness for the process, whatever your personal process is, for it to happen. 
for your system not to be on fight, flight, freeze, and fawn all the fucking time. Because it only knows that state because that's how you have approached justice work. That's how you have approached the equity work. You use the same metric that the conditioned system structures are using to measure humans. It's like, how much are you getting done? How much are you doing? Well, I want to know how much the fuck are you being because that's what we're fighting for. We're fighting for everybody to have the right to fucking be in their humanity, in their in their bodies, in their minds, in their in their entire spirits. Like this is what we're doing. And so if you have not taken the time to say to yourself, actually, I'm going to reevaluate. And if you if you if you are Caribbean folk, you know that when you I'm, I'm a Boricua, so. On the island, we have this thing. It's called Viennes Social. It's like your your, fri your casual Friday, your chill Friday, whatever. We're going out to socialize. We're going to have a good time. We're going to make connections. And now, I mean, on, I, I don't live on the island anymore. So there's like this, it's, it's evolved, right? But it's this idea that the chill time, the connection time is equally as fucking important as any time you want to do creating change. Why? Because what it does to your physical body and your survival brain is it reminds it that we are not alone, that we are connected, that we can for each other in the moments that we're interacting, create a sense of safety, because I know what that feels like in my body. And I want to honor that in yours. And in our relating, we create that. And that continues to change the fabric of how this world is shifted and transformed. But if on the way to doing this work, if on the way to being this person, and you, you have to understand that I'm, I'm all about it, but I've also seen what happens to us when we actually don't integrate rest and that chill time and some of that shit is already written in our DNA is available to us in the way we are in the world. And you can be going through a lot of shit. I know what it's like to go, go through fucking things that don't you can't even register on your brain that's happening all at the same time and needing to take myself into my bedroom sit before my altar put on a jam and just sit and cry because at that moment that's the way I'm accessing rest for my spirit my mind and my body and so ultimately my hope is is that you one you give yourself permission to explore, maybe you need to change the way you're languaging that so that you're no longer resisting it. Two, that the world that we're seeking to be created, and I say this a thousand million times, right? Like it's like so many times, I'm so good at repeating myself. The world that we seek is the one that we get to inhabit now on the way to tomorrow. It is not just over there. It is not just when everything is perfect or there's entire peace or there's nothing there. As long as humans are here, there's going to be an enormous amount of fuckery. Somebody's going to be coming up with some bullshit to process and 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 people pain <laughs> the people you love, the people you care about paying for your own internal, sh you know, fuckery. Having said that, then that means that I must find now where I can in my life Peace, joy, love, juiciness, the erotic, right? Like all of these things live inside of me, but I need to create an ecology of that. And why does it matter? Because so many of us have died without ever being nourished in the depth of our own spirits. So many of us have been showing up for the work and doing and sacrificing all of the things that you're imagining should be part of this, like, I want change in the world. And if you are no longer here, if you are no longer um, 
generative for yourself and functional for yourself. And I mean functional like you can wipe your own ass and wash your dishes and maybe you ate one thing today. That would be the lowest denominator of function, right? That's just like in this case, in this scenario, right? And so recognizing that we actually need to embody the world that we're imagining. We need to find those places within ourselves to be like, oh, okay, wait, no, this time is hard, but you know what? I'm going to go have dinner with my family because them motherfuckers be cracking me up with their shits, right? I'm going to go have a good time. I'm going to give myself permission. You know what? Actually, the kids and I are just going to sit down, chill, and watch something really cute because I need to remember hope. I'm going to hit my friends up and be like, yo, I need to be with y'all. Can we have dinner? Who's available? When are we available? Oh, you ain't got no cash for that? Okay, I got you. Spot you. We're good. You're covered. I got your self-care too, right? Like that we can do this. We can now experience pockets, however small or large they can be, and that we can create that for others because we know what it feels like. I don't need anybody with that drive shit that's, that has to win or prove a thing coming around my system that is still in recovery because they don't know how to right, down-regulate. They don't know how to find that, that flow for themselves that feels really good because then when they're around me, they're not going to feel the need to fire shit up, right? Like, oh, you got to, nah, have a sit down. Have a moment, and if you can't sit still, take one of those bouncy ball things and rock on that shit, right? Like, let's learn to, one, let care be communal, rest be communal. If you need to redefine it, redefine it so that you find the access points for you. And this is what I work with my clients on all the time. I'm not, I don't want a formula for coaching. I don't want none of that shit. I don't, listen, Fuck that noise. What I desire is that you would find for yourself what you need and that you can tell the truth about that and that you don't have to live trying to make yourself seem like any type of person. You, I'm a hard worker. Why the fuck do you have to qualify? You're a hard worker. That's weird shit. That's weird shit, right? You don't have to do that. You can be fully yourself. You accepting yourself. Therefore, you're not trying to prove yourself Therefore, you're able to enter into what you need and give that to yourself and be surrounded that people, by people that do the same. And that is how we create sustainability. You can get rah-rah, but your rah-rah is short-lived in comparison to a lifeline, to a timeline, to a generation. So I don't know about you, but I am interested in my work and in my own fucking life because this is not smoke and mirrors here. That's not what we do. That's not what priestessing liberation is about. I'm not interested in setting up an image that seems any particular way. I want us to be deeply connected to our humanity that is extraordinarily complex and that when we show up for that, me showing up for myself allows me to show up for you. We get together. We're like showing up each other. We got it covered. We got each other covered. And we're not out here burning out at rates that make our bodies so fucking sick. We actually don't know what to do. We don't necessarily have the resource to go to a holistic health practitioner. So some of us have to go to the regular doctor and that shit. If, if it's available, the cost is too much. If we want to actually sustainably create movement that transforms the world, the entirety, it begins with ourselves. And that's not the pressure of you have to be perfect. It's the fucking you have the opportunity to be fully you and to model what it means to be you and create rest. 
what it means to be you and find joy, what it means to be you and, you know, struggle, fall short, whatever the fuck it is, your humanity, all of it, because that's what I want. I want to know you. I don't need an avatar. I don't want a pretty Instagram post. I mean, I like pretty, don't get me wrong. Right? I love it. It's beautiful, visually stimulating. But if your heart, if your life, if you, you give me hope, how can I find hope in you if you feel you always have to work hard, you always have to push past to prove that you are fill in the blank? Let's show more grace and compassion. Let's come back to the center. Let's show a love for each other and for our humanity that actually lets our work, let it be that we would be the elders that are still around. Let it be that the next generations don't have to go without their elders because they're gone, because there's so many layers of us coming up, because we've been taking the time to love each other enough. Do you understand that your self-love impacts your community love? Do you get that? Your love, your care of yourself. I'm going to care for myself because I know my kids need me. Not need me in that codependent shit, but that I I am valuable in their lives. They are valuable to my lives. You are valuable to me. It matters. It's important. I am richer, better, stronger, all of the things because you are. And that's how connected we actually fucking are, right? So... Anyways, I just wanted to offer this up because I was like, can, can we just, let's talk about it. There's different stages to getting to a place of rest. Sometimes you have to redefine the word. Every season and cycle of your life, rest may look different. It's not going to look the same. So if you feel like you fall off some sort of wagon that you were on in your 30s and you're telling those stories, I remember when I used to be able to get up at, all right, you're not doing it anymore. Let it go. How can you find it now? What do you need now? What does it look like now? And that that is an adventure, not a curse, not some sort of failing. It is part of being a human being. You go through stages, seasons, and cycles. Some of them are much more, you know, in the flow. Some of them are much more full. Some of them, some of them are heartbreaking. Whatever it is, I think we can walk with each other, don't you? Anyway, I'm going to let you go because I got to go. I got some stuff to do, but I love you. I hope that if you need to redefine rest, you give yourself permission to do that. I hope that if you come from a culture, you know, my people, we, we vicious, we be out there, we be, we be doing it so damn hard, but we also know how to dance hard. We also know how to do joy really hard. We know, we know how to have fun, how to keep it pumping, how to keep it juicy, how to keep it, bueno, algo delicioso. We know that too. We have access to that. So let's start. Let's, let's embody it. Let's go through the work of figuring it out. Because I want to see you, I want to see you at the front line, but I also want to see what you look like when you're laughing so hard, you almost pee yourself. I also want to see what you're like when you're just so chill. And that sure, there are things that, that need to shift, change, and all of that, but you know how to be with yourself. And then that means you know how to be with me, and I can be with you, and we see each other deeply. Now that's fucking sexy and romantic as fuck. So have a great day, and until next time. Adiós.